Good morning from Charlotte. I'm James Brierton. This is the Carolina Weather Group, out this morning with two new podcast episodes. You have this one, a brief update talking about the remnants of Tropical Storm Nestor, which are making its way through the Carolinas today. And you also have an episode out, a complete episode, featuring our past week's interview with our own Peter Planamente and his colleagues at South Jersey Climate News. What does New Jersey have to do with the Carolinas, you may ask? Their coast, not much unlike our own, and they're looking to fill a local news void with weather and climate reporting. So they'll be sharing with us their ongoing findings. And again, you will find that as a completely separate full-length episode just a little bit further down in your podcast feed this morning. Here at home, the remnants of Tropical Storm Nestor are moving across coastal South Carolina and North Carolina today. Wind and coastal floodings are our chief concern. Tropical storm force winds can stretch from the coast as far inland as Columbia, Fayette, or broadly speaking, all along the I-95 corridor. If you live in those areas, expect winds upwards of 40 miles per hour with slightly stronger gusts at times. To give you an idea of what we're talking about and what to expect, South Tybee Island reported a peak wind of 47 miles per hour late yesterday. In addition to the wind, heavy rain will continue into the early evening hours. It'll clear from south to north. As far inland as here in Charlotte, we could see one to two inches of rainfall from the storm. Coastal communities will easily see two, three, maybe four inches of rain. Now that's good news when you compare it with our ongoing drought, but it's also worth noting that this rain is gonna fall relatively quickly. So we will be monitoring for localized flooding possibilities. Flooding could be worse along the coast where minor to moderate coastal flooding will be possible, especially around high tide. Wave heights could grow to 10 to 12 feet in some spots, especially near the outer banks. We also cannot rule out an isolated tornado. The risk is low, somewhere around 5% chance, but it's still worth noting nonetheless. Nestor has a history of producing tornadoes. While still a formal tropical storm Thursday night, it spun up at least three tropical tornadoes as it made landfall in Florida. Now, coming up after this short break, we'll have a report from Florida where one of those tornadoes caused two tractor trailers to overturn. When Nestor came ashore Thursday night as a tropical storm in Florida, it caused at least three tornadoes in that state friend of the show, and former North Carolina resident Wes Grimes filed this report for us from Lakeland, Florida, about 20 miles east of Tampa. Hey, Wes Grimes from Lakeland, Florida here. Just wanted to give a quick update on the tornado damage that I saw last night. was following the reports on the news, saw the rotations on the radar, and decided uh, about 11.30 to take off once the uh, the rotation had gone far north of me um, and ended up getting onto Interstate uh, 4 uh, around exit 27. And that's when I saw the first semi uh, that had been kind of blown over, thrown over, overturned to the right, right-hand median. There were sheet metal billboards were ripped over, a lot of debris right in the middle of the interstate. Got around that. Uh, There's a lot of first responders there helping out. Merged onto the Polk Parkway, and I saw a second semi that was thrown. Looked like across the median, um, with a ton of debris and sheet metal on the road. Uh, seemed very, very isolated to those areas. 
Luckily, no deaths were reported in Florida as a result of the storm. Nestor will finish crossing the Carolinas tonight. It will continue to move along the Carolina coast before moving out to sea. Look for the rain to wrap up from south to north today, starting with late morning along the I-26 corridor, midday for the central part of the region, and later tonight for areas like the Outer Banks and Greenville, North Carolina. Everyone living in the Carolinas got some rain from this storm. We'll know its full impact with regards to the drought when we get a new drought monitor out Thursday. The storm is moving out quickly, so luckily it will be purely a memory by the start of the school or work week tomorrow. That does it for now. Don't forget, we also have a complete full episode out this morning. You can find it right here in your podcast feed. For now, I'm James Briarton from Charlotte, and this is the Carolina Weather Group.